0: anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary Void report prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus from sf land this is dorking out a podcast for people who love to dork out about movies tv and everything pop culture
1: Welcome to Dorking Out. My name is Sonia Mansfield, and joining me is my podcasting sister from another mister and the co-host of Dorking Out, Margot D. Hello, my friend. Hey,
2: friend. I'm just putting some mousse in my hair.
1: <laughs> I love it. I actually crimped my hair this morning for this episode. Uh, <laughs> Also joining us, this is a very special episode, is Erica Bromley from F This Movie. Hello, our new friend.
3: Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. You can hear me giggling already.
1: (laughs) This episode is going to be giggle heavy. So if any of you have like an allergy to giggles, this may not be the right episode for you. Uh, we are going to be dorking out about 1987's Can't Buy Me Love, and this was a suggestion from Erica. Um, yes. If you guys haven't seen it, it's a like a teenage comedy from the 80s, obviously, and it's got Patrick Dempsey and Amanda Peterson and a very little Seth Green. Um, <laughs> actually, And I actually thought this was kind of funny timing because right now the movie Yesterday is playing in the theater, and it's all these movies, you know... Or, filled with Beatles music, and now we're doing Can't Buy Me Love. I like to think that we planned it that way. But <laughs> sure. we, but we totally exactly. didn't, because we're not no. that organized.
3: <laughs> I appreciate you, that you guys let me come on for this movie because I don't think anyone else wants to talk to me about this movie anymore. I mean, Patrick has many times, and he's very patient and sweet, and um will even watched it again with me. But I don't think anyone else in my life wants to talk about Can't Buy Me Love. So thank you. Um,
2: well, I remembered um, a couple of years ago you wrote a column in f this movie all about it was like thirteen reasons why you love Can't Buy Me Love or yes. It was yes, and yes. five of what? them were
3: Amanda Peterson's hair. <laughs> Which I, awesome love you you for, <laughs> I love you for remembering that. Yes, I could not. Know, but I think it was 13 Reasons to Love Can't Buy Me Love. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was back in like February of 2017. Um, I think it was part of our maybe Were we doing? Was it? Oh, yeah. We were celebrating 1987 for probably at this movie fest. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, yeah. And yeah, her hair, I mean, I don't I don't know if you want me to go off on her hair now. Do it. Go off about her hair. Go. I just I mean, it's straight, it's curly, it's wavy, it's crimped, it's shiny <laughs> all the time. Like her hair she is like she all the up things. Yeah, it's like all I, the
1: things. It's like the perfect hair for every
3: occasion. Yeah, it can part in many different ways. Um, yeah, no, she's just I always loved her in this movie and thought she was adorable. And everybody, uh, wish I wish I had her hair. I still do. Wish I had. Yeah, her me hair. too. It never
2: looks like she's trying too hard.
0: Right. You know no, what I mean? No. it always
2: looks great, but it always looks kind of just freshly tousled. <laughs> it's not overdone. I mean, it just yeah, she always looks great in every scene. She looks beautiful.
3: Oh, I, yeah, she really does. And um, I mean, we'll talk about her career later, probably yeah. right in the setting. But um, yeah, so thanks for remembering that. I recently in my. Like Facebook memories when they tell you, like, on this day, there was a post that came up something that Patrick had written about how we were watching Can't Buy Me Love and. I was reciting every word and he was amazed or something. Like, oh, this, is just, this is just in here. It's in the brain. It's there's no effort. It's like, you know, when you watch an old a movie that you watch a lot as a kid and all of a sudden it just starts coming back to you like oh, song yes. lyrics. It's crazy. I mean, it yeah. doesn't happen to me all the time. Even some movies I watched a lot, I don't necessarily have memorized, right? I think my brain is holding so much information at all times, right? Like yeah. you know, a working adult family, whatever. Um, but Certain films, it just, it plays like a soundtrack. And actually, I think the reason that this movie does is because when I was in, how old was I? Fourth grade, maybe? Third, fourth, third or fourth. My aunt, I think, had possibly illegally (laughs) recorded some (laughs) movies on a VHS tape, like from another VHS tape. Mm -hmm. Was that a thing back then? Yeah. I know she had like this library of movies that were not actually in the packaging but um so i had a vhs tape that was can't buy me love ghostbusters and john waters hairspray which those three oh my, my gosh yeah. those three i love bo- I loved, those are three of my they were three months my- favorites then they still are now especially i mean ghostbusters and Hairspray are like awesome films right i mean can't buy me love i can't say i can't say it's a great film in fact a recent rewatch, i was like oh gosh this movie but um yeah so all three of those movies on one vhs and i used to just play it over and over and over yeah and this was like the what late 80s um and my family i was very lucky that my parents liked movies and we went to the movies and Every once in a while, every once in a while, they would buy a movie. And it was like a special, it was a big deal, right? Like in 1989's Batman, we bought that and we owned it. And it like felt so special, right? right.
2: Um, but
3: yeah, I just, I watched those three over and over. So those three for sure, just like play like music.
2: <laughs> I, okay. I love Sonia?
3: What? Yes, go ahead. So
2: we have to put Hairspray on the list.
3: Yeah. Okay. Hairspray goes hey! on the list. Oh my gosh.
2: Yeah. I've memorized that movie too. I had the soundtrack, <laughs> Oh, my God. It's the best. It's my favorite John Waters movie.
3: Yes, I love it. And I know it's like his more mainstream and so, you know. Yeah, but it's so good. Yeah, you're right. It's so good. And it really, as a very young kid, I was asking my parents questions about race relations and the music industry. And I remember them talking to me about just like historical things from the time that actually I learned things from the movie. It was like, what a great starting point for discussions about things. So yeah. Oh, so good. I love (laughs) the idea of
1: young Erica watching Hairspray and then delving into like other John Waters movies.
3: And you're like, what's (laughs) happening? (laughs) Oh, this is something else that divine can do. Okay. (laughs) You're Talking about
1: all three movies on that VHS tape reminds me of kind of all the, like, accidental double features you make growing up. So I think we had a videotape that was 16 Candles and Aliens. Oh, wow. (laughs) Nice. So, like, in my mind, those go together. But they don't go together.
3: (laughs) Right. (laughs) But now they do, see? But now they do. And so that happy memories when you watch either movie right
1: yeah absolutely so then and and even... one is definitely aged better than the other but I still yeah. I think the way you are about can't buy me love might be how I am about 16 candles it's okay. a very very flawed movie 16 candles but I have it memorized like like a record
2: yeah
1: yeah, yeah same <laughs> did you uh you wanted to talk about can't buy me love do you watch it every year do you watch it often did you just watch
3: it a lot as a kid and so starting with that vhs yeah. tape and it must have been like as soon as i don't know when did, i can't even remember like so it came out in 87 but when would it have been available at the video store they like, usually right, came I don't know. out like a year
1: later i think
3: like a yeah. year later you could rent it
1: and then like six months after that it would show up on hbo <laughs>
3: Right. Okay. And I think my aunt had a neighbor who like figured out how to illegally copy these movies. It's terrible. And we would, I mean, I was not, <laughs> yeah. I did not approve of this. I was a kid. I was in grade school, yes. right? So, um, but yeah, I watched it, like I said, all the time. Um, Would definitely watch it at sleepovers with friends when they Mm -hmm. were at my house. Um, In addition, we had a couple, like, mainstays. Then, as we got older, it was, like, Sleepaway Camp was a big one that we always watched. (laughs) And later later years, Candyman and whatever. But anyway, Mm -hmm. so, but no, these were, like, the non-horror movies that we watched over and over again. And I gotta say, my friends, didn't really get into hairspray or Ghostbusters the way that I did, but they would request Camp I Me Love. So yeah. watched it all the time. And then as I grew up, you know, I'm like opening myself up to more movies, thankfully. Um, <laughs> no, I was always a movie person. And yeah. I, again, lucky that I had parents that like took us. And so um, that was good. But when I was a senior in high school, I started working a Blockbuster Video. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would bring home stuff all the time. So it wasn't, I didn't go back to Camp on Me Love as often as maybe some other favorites just because I was also trying to, you know, see new things, whatever. Um, But every few years, probably, and if it's on cable, oh my gosh, so Patrick tells the story that like, one note of the movie and I'll be in the other room and I'll just start like singing it or (laughs) saying words. And he's like, it was one beat, it was one sound. How did you know? I mean, he's good at that too, but it was like one note of can't find me love, just one little whatever. Um, So yeah, every couple years. Yeah. And then the rewatch recently. So you guys watched it re- recently too? I did. I just yeah, watched, I just watched it. it two days ago. Yep. Okay. Same. And did you have, I mean, like I was telling Patrick, I still love it and it's just all that nostalgia and childhood and yeah. happiness. Um, but this time I really, I was noticing flaws and they're just the general flaws, right? Like it's yeah. just not the best movie. Yeah. <laughs> in terms of like how it's made, but it's so just great if you watched as a kid
1: and yeah. No, I, un- I, I was trying to, Like, I don't, I'm a little bit older than you. Just a little bit. Just a little bit older (laughs) than her, you guys. And so when I saw Can't Buy Me Love, I would have been 16. And so I remember watching it at the time and it really, like, clicks for me as those kind of movies would about, like, jocks and nerds and, you know, (laughs) that, like, I really like a boy and he doesn't like me or, you know, that sort of thing. Like, that's really going to click with me. So I remember seeing it at the time and I super loved it. And I really, I think I've maybe watched it one more time, and then I, on this rewatch, I found how much I super loved Amanda Peterson's character, and kind of wished the whole movie was about her.
3: Yes, (laughs) yes,
1: (laughs) yeah. Instead of Patrick Dempsey's character, who like kind of finds popularity and like instantly becomes a jerk, and I was like, I want to hang out with him. I want to hang out with her because she she has like an interesting art going on i think i just, I, I really liked it margo how did you what's your history with camp by me love what is your relationship with camp by so me so my love?
2: my relationship is in the in the 80s at this time we lived in northern california and my dad had hotwired the house with with a cable nice. but like illegal cable so yeah
3: we <laughs> so we are all can- seeing this movie
2: illegally <laughs> absolutely oh, yeah, totally and so it was one of those movie channels, like it would show Can't Buy Be Love at two and then Lethal Weapon 2 at four. And like you would pay, most people pay for it, but I was like, I'm getting this for free. So it would play like two or three times a day and I would watch it. And I mean, I've wa- I know every beat of this movie. I know the dumb jokes, the good jokes. I mean, I know every beat of this movie. And then I didn't, haven't seen it in, like, you know, I saw American Hustle once and I'll never watch it again. But this movie, I was like, for some reason, I just find the journey interesting. And I was younger, you know, when it came out of me now. Yeah. I look at it and it's and I watched it the other night. And I'm like, why isn't this about Amanda Peterson? Cindy yes. Cindy. She's the interesting yeah. character. She's super, by the way, a nice girl, very smart, totally has agency over herself mm-hmm. in a very tough time and a tough age. And I even like her mom. Like her mom could be played to be kind of a dipshit, you know, the single mother blonde. Right. And yeah. she's not, she's cool. She's Together, she's with it. I understand, like when they ruin the dress, I still get upset. I get upset <laughs> for her. I get upset about the I whole know. thing. <laughs> I know. Oh, I still upset. gets me. But Ronnie, I mean, I love Patrick Dempsey. I thought he was adorable. Yeah. He he still looks great. Yeah. But his character turns into such a major douche in two seconds, and it's it's like it, his journey is not as interesting to me. He's so awful to his friends, like right off the bat,
1: right. the second him. Yeah. yeah, that heart was so
3: sad to watch I was like that's
1: disappointing
3: (laughs) yeah and I think I think that when I was a kid I just kind of accepted all that as awful but this is the way it is because so many movies about teenagers during that time were based on like cruel behavior to each Mm -hmm. other especially within like the groups right um and you know I work at a high school and I do not see any of that that doesn't happen at least I think maybe I'm very lucky where I work but um, you just don't see that kind of um, treatment letting like you not allowing people in the groups at the school where I work the groups um, kind of mingle all the time there's crossover all the time but anyway I was um, gonna ask you if those
1: dynamics were still in play because I feel like in the the 80s like this kind of dynamic was in play in movies but I yeah. think it was it was happening too. Like at my school yeah. we definitely had like the Stoner kids and the jocks sure. and right. You know, so the
2: freaks. Do you guys yes. have the freaks? Oh, okay. yeah. Of course. <laughs> we called we them the we
1: smokers called them lounge. Ours yeah, our school had a smokers area for kids. Isn't that crazy?
3: For... Wow, well, I mean, I had heard that mine did in the past, but it wasn't there anymore. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's insane. Yeah, yeah. But they were called the Stoner kids and then we had like drama kids and jocks and nerds and then people yeah, who are just kind of floated around in between
3: Right, right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: with the lucky land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere
2: this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so I suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky
3: Play
1: for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: In my school, it was like the freaks were art students or anyone who liked anything, even a tiny bit out of the mainstream. (laughs) Right. I don't know. It was crazy. But Cindy Mancini, going back for a second, you guys... um, said it perfectly like she's such an interesting character and has so much more to offer and I think about her as she's sort of she didn't do anything like she's she's lucky right like she's born with that hair um <laughs> she's born this <laughs> way <laughs> she's smart and beautiful and nice and um she has all these friends but like she ends up kind of being stuck with that group just because she's I don't know a cheerleader or I don't know yeah. what it is you know but right um she has so much more to offer but none of her close friend group would ever accept that about her so you know when she shares her poetry with um with ronald and you just see these little hints at more that one that one conversation with her mom when she wants to stay home yeah yeah and they're gonna get food and watch an old movie and it's just like such a sweet moment between them but you see all these like parts of cindy mancini that i think her really close cheerleader friend group mm-hmm. doesn't see and wouldn't really be supportive of. So she just kind of goes through high school as like, well, this is what I'm stuck with, even though I probably have so much more to offer and explore about myself. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah.
3: But yeah, yeah. I felt for her more of this viewing than even before. Cause again, as a kid, I just kind of went with it. Like this is what the movie is and this is what high school is, I guess, I don't know, I'm too young right now. To, yeah. You know, like, I just, I go with it. I usually go with whatever movie, like, I'm gonna go with it. <laughs> yeah, I have and- a
2: question about the plot. Oh, I'm sorry, Sonia. No, go ahead. My question, okay, so the plot is that Cindy borrows her mother's white suede dress and she gets, and the asshole kid spills wine on it. And yes. red wine, of course. Ricky, I think Is that Ricky. Ricky, he's not yeah. drinking beer like a normal kid. He he's got to be drinking red wine, wine or whatever. Whatever. <laughs> so she goes to the dry cleaners, and they basically have the exact outfit there. And <laughs> so, it, but it costs a thousand dollars, which thirty years ago—that's a shitload of money. Right. I mean, right. Yeah. I mean, so and Ron had to, uh, Ronald had to mow a lot of lawns to earn the money, and he was going to buy a telescope. He gives her a thousand dollars to be his friend is it for one month i mean i forgot about the timing i'm like yeah that's it's a one lot month. of money to spend in one and he don't, she never had to kiss him and she didn't have to do anything else right. i mean it's all she had to do was just her popularity was her currency right
3: mm-hmm. okay I, I just want to clear that yeah yeah well i remember though even thinking as a kid like one month it seems like it should be a few months yeah,
2: month <laughs> yeah for too. that kind yeah. of money
1: he's not
3: getting his money's <laughs> worth <laughs> no no that's $2.50 a week. Donald, well, you're supposed to be really
1: smart. You're not a really good negotiator.
3: I <laughs> no. Was so desperate to be popular.
1: So Ugh. desperate. And actually I wanted to go back to something you said about how they were inst- he was instantly so mean to his friends. Um the setup of the movie super contrived, right? The idea that he's gonna spend this money and you know, get popularity and she's gonna pretend to be his girlfriend. But the idea that he finds a little popularity and then turns on his real friends is very real. Like, that's something that, like, people, especially it starts in middle school and it goes yeah. into high school, where, like, as your friends, like, meet other people, in order to, like, boost themselves up, they'll kind of push you down. It's something that happens. And so some of that stuff actually rang pretty true to me.
2: Yeah, no, it happens at work too. Oh, for you know? sure. At oh, your yeah. jobs, you know, you all start out at the same level, and then some people become brown nosers, or some people get promoted <laughs> before others. White males, uh, <laughs> and then <laughs> and then they got that little bit of an attitude problem, like over you. Like it's it's a, it definitely happens in life, but it's it's just kind of sad to watch because Ronald's friends are really just devastated when he dumps yeah. them. I really feel bad for them. Yeah, they seem I, nice.
3: I, they're dorks. I, but I they're nice. So I know. Oh my gosh, chips, dips, and dorks. That line. I mean, was quoted. dane <laughs> no, mean, Seth I Green is hilarious play. in this
2: movie. <laughs> Seth Green is everything. Yeah,
3: yes. and I loved when he was older and popping up in a lot of stuff I was watching. And I, my reference was always like, he's Chucky Miller. He's Chucky Miller. <laughs> 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 and same with. Okay, just a little um, side here and aside. Dennis Dugan as the dad, yeah. the Miller dad. That's how I that's how I found out who Dennis Dugan was. And years later, when I realized he was directing all of Adam Sandler's movies, I was so confused. Yeah. Like that's the Dennis yeah. Dugan? Like, what? What an interesting career change. And now he just goes so off and Ronald yeah. Miller's dad is directing Adam Sandler. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and of course, sadly, in movies that I always call movies that never need to be studied. Like whenever my students <laughs> ask, look, are there any directors that wouldn't really be interesting to study. And I always say, yes, is Dugan. There's so bad saying that because, you know, Adam Sandler, those movies specifically, like they're fine for people who enjoy them and have fun with them. But there's really, I don't know if there's anything to really take away. They don't need a closer look.
2: (laughs) Right now. we, We forgot to mention something really important here. And I didn't even realize it until I watched it the other night. But the mus- musician Gerardo is in this movie, Rico <gasps> yes, Suave. <yeah. laughs>
1: I did not put that together at all. Yeah, at the, all. the
2: Hispanic kid is Gerardo. Oh, he, my he God. Had a, he had a song, I think it's like 88 or 89, called Rico Suave. Yeah. He was like a one-hit wonder.
3: Suave. Yes, yes. <laughs> and
2: yeah. then he became a music executive at Interscope. He became like really rich and successful but
3: in this movie he's just a skinny little kid on the football team oh my god and he plays he plays the part really well i mean he does all really believable as sort of um you know not the smartest like bro exaggerated bro types diehard football oh my gosh do you remember when big john at the party goes to the window yeah (laughs) oh to fart he farts twice everybody's just like oh yeah that's big john like oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) So, one
1: of the things that cracked me up about this movie, and it always happens in make like movies with makeovers, is immediately, it's like, take off those glasses. And as someone <laughs> who wears glasses, it makes me laugh every time because at no point do they get contacts, and now they're walking around and they can't see. And I'm like, is this why... I'm like, is this why he can't see that Cindy actually likes him? Because he doesn't have his glasses on, you guys. It's not his The movie montage
2: with contacts, you would think it's the most difficult thing to ever, like it's putting in an IUD or something. Like It's something I've been doing since I was 12. Right. First thing in the morning, right. like it's not a big deal. But now he gets that in a little moose in his hair, and she rips the
3: sleeves off his shirt yeah, and that. cracks me up. You know, I'm like, how is this better? Wait, why yeah. is this cool? I don't get it. But what's fun, like
1: Ronald before the transformation, would be considered super cool. Now, he right. would he would be a hipster. Yeah. He looks like every dude here in San Francisco.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with the glasses and he acts and, like one. Yeah,
1: actually, my husband has those and glasses. The bike.
2: <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey
1: i also love that cindy has what appears to be a life-size cutout of her boyfriend in her bedroom
0: yeah 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 how right. does she get that
3: because because college football is such a big thing i mean he's a freshman on the college football team and yeah. they already made a cardboard cutout because I, yeah. I don't think you could just run to kinko's and get those back then but maybe you could you probably could but they i don't know, know. i'm <laughs> gonna get one is what i'm saying i know <laughs> now that's my thing
1: i'm getting one so here's <laughs>
2: What grade are they in? Are they in the 11th or 12th grade?
1: They're in senior think, year because this yeah, whole thing year. is like, this is supposed to be the best year of our life. I'm like, is Right, it? right, right. That's is why it he
2: freaks out. <laughs> right. Senior year, like by January especially, no one gives a shit, right? I mean,
3: it's <laughs> everyone's checked out. They are. Right. Well, and yeah, so that's why he wanted to experience this popularity before it was too late. This was like 1987's Booksmart. Smart. <laughs>
2: I have haven't it. seen Book Smart yet. I'm going to. I'm going to.
3: Yeah. They're not really comparable at all. So I was just okay. making a dumb joke, but it's not a dumb
1: joke. That's a solid joke.
3: Well, but okay. he's focused on school for all this time and now he's finally gonna, you know, experience just that laid back popularity. Mm.
2: <laughs> right. And just be popular. And then so she has the two friends um, who also have great hair. Uh yeah. they do. oh my <laughs> gosh. Big great hair, and yeah. then so Ronald. So she and Ronald, they go out for a few weeks. I like the date that they have. That's out in the airplane field, you know, where they yeah. look at the moon. That's, really that's, sweet. A, that's a really nice scene, and they like you could tell like the and like I said, all of her outfits are so great. She just looks great, great in every yeah. single scene. And then they break up the next day, and then Ronald really ups the douchebaggery. And then the girls kind of compete to date him, because which I all thought of a was sudden,
3: so weird. Yes. Right? Why would you, why are you acting that way in front of Cindy, your best friend? You know, everything that just happened. Like, why are you trying to get with him just because he's someone you haven't gotten with? I don't get
1: Yeah, Yeah. I don't get that either.
3: And the two friends, yes, great hair. And they, um, Patty is Darcy DeMoss, right? And she was, okay. Um, they, I don't know how old any of these actors were at the time of filming this movie, but those two girls just seem, especially Darcy DeMoss, they seem so much older. Like, mm-hmm. you were not in high school? You, what? Now, <laughs> no,
2: Amanda Pearson You are 15. 30 or something, yeah. something. I don't know. Okay. She was young, and Patrick Dempsey was 20. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then, like, a year later, he marries his friend's mother in real life. Oh. <gasps> and they were married forever, right? Or possibly For a still? long like like, like almost like a several years she was like 20 or 22 years older than him and they were married for a while and then the, they split up and then he married his wife okay. jillian yeah but didn't it was he, a big deal at the time
1: didn't he do like two movies in a row where he played like he had older wim, lover older boy. lovers lover boy he was a delivery guy that stopped right. every woman in yes. on his route yeah and then what was the other didn't he do another one too like he did one that was like his character was based in the 40s or something yeah, like that. Yeah,
2: that's the yeah, one I'm thinking of too. A period piece, yeah, yeah. But also I th- think that-
1: – go, go No, I was just going to say I think maybe uh, his real life was spilling over into his movies.
2: <laughs> yeah, he was getting lucky at a very young age. Who knows?
1: but the we keep talking about the hair the hair is on point in this movie that it's this movie some amazing 80s porn by the way my husband (laughs) walked in and was he didn't he wasn't as nice as patrick who said he'd watch it with you my husband was like hard pass but he (laughs) walked but he walked in and was like this is some serious 80s hair in this movie The, the crimping and, yes. the, and the sprayed bangs that are like kind of crunchy in front and then like the right. mullets. and oh, when
3: it's like all flipped on one side. Yeah. A little bit high. What, what about
1: afraid? the dance scene? When there's the
2: cheerleading <laughs> dance scene? Like those leotards and shit? Mm-hmm. Oh my yes. god. Oh my gosh. Like
3: Choreographed so by Paula Abdul, right? Yes. Yeah. Paula Abdul. Yes. And I think she's in there isn't she like is there an appearance i don't remember and i just watched it and i wasn't looking for her but i know she choreographed it yeah i think she's just one of the is she one of the cheerleaders like she might be yes
1: i think that's she right. she might
2: be i think yeah and that and that because it's a couple of years before she had her singing career yeah right yeah straight, and then straight up I, and then oh, i love <laughs> she's I love forever our
1: sound. girl oh
3: uh, i know I oh my her. gosh <laughs> i love by the way i love yes. Paula
1: abdul i'll defend
3: her i love yeah me. okay so can i dork out really yeah, quickly do it about yeah um I love tap dancing. Oh, me too. <laughs> I don't like do it anymore, right? Because what, where, and why? But I, um, no, I mean whatever. Uh, my, I did have students who talked me into doing like a teacher-student dance. I mean, they've talked me into that many times, in <laughs> like in the in the talent show or the dance mm-hmm. show. So I've gotten, but usually it's hip hop. But one year a girl choreographed a tap dance. And so one other teacher and I tapped with these students <gasps> oh and gosh. it was something, but, um, but I love tap dancing. So when Paula Abdul was tap dancing in her music video, yeah, that was just, I was like, so in love. That's right. Cr- so yeah, that hooked I've- me. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. We, maybe we need to talk off mic because I actually was telling my <laughs> husband the other day that I was thinking about taking a tap dancing class. <gasps>
3: Oh, you should. Yes. I wish we lived close by. I could oh we could take it together. <laughs> no, I'm like, hmm. You
1: know that or a hip hop dance class, but I think tap is my maybe more my thing. Anyway, that's a side tangent. Sorry, okay. everybody. I like it.
3: It's okay. <laughs> everybody wants to know about your tap thing. Everybody Tapping wants
1: dreams. everybody wants to know. Um, I also love that this movie had a home economics class. Is that still a thing in high school?
3: Sort of. It's um way more. Uh, it's way more practical. It's not called home ec, but it's way more practical. And like, there's science involved Mm -hmm. and it's really applied to like real life situations, even more than just like you can cook for yourself. I mean, that's part of it, but there's a lot more, but yeah, I was cracking up at that scene thinking they're all together, hanging out, sitting on top of the counters, Mm -hmm. cracking eggs. Like it's no big deal. Just Yeah. And that was
1: something that we had in my high school too, with the classroom that has like eight kitchens, like little kitchens, and we would yeah we still have that yeah i'm like i didn't know that was still a thing yeah there you go also there's a character in here who eats a raw egg you guys don't eat raw eggs <laughs>
3: so money can't
1: oh buy you love God. but it can buy you salmonella don't oh. eat raw eggs it's was bad that for you big
3: john i don't remember which one i think was it big john yeah that's why he's farting so
1: much you guys don't <laughs> yeah. eat raw eggs
3: <laughs> he needs to look at
2: his diet yes
1: this is something oh that comes back up on our show when we talked about Rocky, too. I was like, you guys, PSA, do not eat raw eggs.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, You know, I was going to tell you guys that I knew a guy in college who... With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just
1: about anywhere.
0: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
3: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. <gasps> Really? Uh, yeah. And I'm trying to remember, he he was dating a girl who went to college in, I think, Colorado. I apologize if I'm not remembering these details correctly. But he, and so he would go and visit her and then stay for a while. And I guess Amanda Peterson went to college out there. I, I think and she's anyway, from Colorado. Okay. Okay. Well, he met her and he always said, like, she was very, just like incredibly beautiful. And- you know super sweet and nice and so when I think about how her life sort of ended yeah. it just makes me so sad like what happened you know it's like so why sad. She, yeah.
1: she's so talented <laughs> right so ta- she's she's really really great in this movie she, she is, is. Yeah. yeah it's and she's 15
2: by the way guys yeah. I mean she's young and she's yeah. holding it holding her own it reminds me it's- of
1: when we watched um don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. And we were yeah. and we were so blown away by Christina Applegate, who was, I think, 17 at the time. And just how accomplished she seems and how confident she seems. And I think Amanda Peterson uh, seems like that too. Like just someone who's like so gifted.
3: Right. Yeah. Right. She, I know when she was very young, she was in Annie. Was she in Annie on Broadway or was it... I don't, I, all I know she was in Annie. I have a, Oh wait, no, she's in the movie, Annie, right? Oh, is she? I haven't seen Annie in years. Okay. I haven't seen Annie in forever. Annie was another one that like I watched weekly as a kid. So like a a younger, younger kid, like I watched Annie and E.T. repeatedly (laughs) and once, and once filled out my name as Erica E.T. Annie (laughs) on a preschool, a preschool project. This is a true story. (laughs) And the teacher Like talked, quote fingers, talked, serious, talked to my mom about it. And then they like pulled me in the hallway. And the teacher was like, That's not really your name. They thought I was having like identity disorder or something because I was writing Erica E. T. Annie. (laughs) This is a story that like my mom has told for years because it's like, no, I just like these movies and I'm fine. I think (laughs) But anyway, so she's in Annie. She's one of the orphans in Annie. And I don't know why I thought she maybe was in Broadway too, but I could be wrong I about know that. I Jessica
1: Parker played Annie on yeah. Broadway as well.
3: In, yeah. Yeah. And was Gwyneth Paltrow too or no? No. No. Wait, no. Look at you. said <laughs> no, that so confidently. I, I no. Brother, yeah. <laughs> nope. she, but didn't Gwyneth Peltrow do. Oh, God. She, she did went, proof. Okay. No, but like, oh, on Broadway. Yeah. When she was a kid, though, when she was little.
2: I don't know about that, to be honest with you. Okay. I, I okay. feel like, but I, she hasn't as an adult. It's tough. Okay.
3: Yeah. It's I'm thinking very- of like these childhood pictures that I, when I was a kid, like looking through magazines, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, look, you know, who's, so, yeah, um, yeah, Amanda Peterson, her performance as Cindy Mancini is actually, like you said, really good. It's, it's, um, it's confident and she has a range, like when she gets serious about things and upset at the end, like you don't really feel like it's forced at all, mm-hmm. um, She's so sweet in other moments. Yeah. I love her in the airplane graveyard. Yeah. And
1: her, her, I'm sorry. I interrupted you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say like, and her, I, I like her performance so much because unlike Ronald and I'm not shitting all over Patrick Dempsey, he's, he's fine in the movie and I like him. He's McDreamy. Come on. I'm not made of stone. I get it. But like her performance is more internal Like, he makes, like, these, like, a physical thing. Like, I'm a dork, and I'm wearing a beret, and I've got glasses. And then, you know, the moose, and they take the glasses off. And, you know, and he, like, a lot of his performance feels like it's based on the clothes he's wearing. Yeah, And hers is not like that. Like, she, she doesn't have those kind of changes throughout the movie. She doesn't make any kind of physical transformation. She makes... An emotional one, she realizes like she likes who she likes and she's into what she's into and she's gonna do it no matter what. And uh, that's exactly like, right, yeah. I just like that more.
3: <laughs> even even Patrick, Patrick Dempsey's big monologue at the end with the yeah. slow clap, I feel like, oh, need to... yeah, we'll definitely talk about that. I think about about the slow clap from this movie. This is my first exposure to a slow clap, but um, but yeah, even his big monologue is really. It's good and it's sweet in the character it's like an important moment right but it still seems to be I, you could just see him working a little bit where yeah. you yeah. never you never see her working and even when she, when she was drunk at the party and crying yeah. yeah yeah and
2: she says you're all a bunch of followers right like when she I mean it's devastating when she says that like she's mm-hmm. really calling them out right. and they're all guilty of it yeah we should say Amanda Peterson by the way passed away a few years ago under people are wondering what we're what we're trying yeah. to say she uh, it was i think it was a drug overdose yeah um,
1: a couple of years ago it's really sad yeah
2: it's so sad because yeah because i was looking at her imdb page and she wasn't doing very much um towards the end and i'm like this there's a lot of raw talent here like she's yeah. really good yeah it sounds like she
1: was you know she left show business and she went back to school and she was just trying to figure out her place it sounds like but she had addiction mm-hmm. issues and right it's real sad. she was young so she was young. super young. She was like 43. Yeah,
3: I think oh, it's right? really sad.
1: Yeah. The, the big oh. speech. She
3: died in Colorado at age 43, oh. five days before her 24th birthday. Poor oh, thing. and I remember yeah. that, you know how, when you really love a movie or a celebrity yeah. musician or whomever, um, people who know you well, will sort of like mm-hmm. text, you know, I remember when Toby Hooper passed away, yeah. you know, Patrick's phone blew up because people were like, Oh my, thinking of him, right? Because you just know someone. And I remember when she died, like there were some old friends of mine who, you know, remembered like how much I love this movie and, and were like, did you see this? And stuff. It's like, oh Aww. sad. Sweet that they think of me, but Yeah. Uh, it's really yeah. sad.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: I wish the big speech that Ronald gave, the like cools, nerds, you know, all that. <laughs> I wish right. I kind of wish she had been the one to give that speech.
3: Yeah, you know, uh, if they had just done a few things differently with his character, even if they still wanted him to be a jerk, just changing a few things would have made that moment um, more acceptable for yeah. him, I think. Like, here, it, here's what it is for me. When I watched it recently, when he breaks up with her and there's this misunderstanding where she says, I think we should do it now. And he's like, okay, now. And he just goes right into this big thing he rehearsed. Yeah. that part, I'm like, what is happening here? Like, on what planet does he just start saying, you know, you've been using me and I can't keep up. I can't afford anything. Um, right. Draped over me like a cheap fucking suit. And like, yeah. all that stuff. Like, why is he yelling and screaming? And she's trying to say like, no, this is not what I thought, you know? And yeah. she's right. having a conversation. He thinks it's part of the act. Um, She says, this isn't dignified, right? She kind of whispers that. And then yeah. he uses that like, you you want to be dignified? Um, I just think that that could have been written differently to make the breakup a little bit... I don't know, um, nicer. I I mean, it didn't have to be a nice breakup. I get what they needed to do, make it public, but why did it, why did it have to be public? Right. Couldn't it just be, we
1: broke up? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. And I, I never understood during this rewatch why I thought he liked her like he clearly yeah. has this huge yeah, crush yeah, on right. her and
3: his whole life right
1: yeah and he like takes her out to the airplane graveyard and all that stuff and i don't understand i didn't understand the switch right. from i have a crush on her to i'm going to be clueless that she also likes me too and no no attempt to like i don't know see if she likes him too or I don't know it just seemed like a weird thing it's not even a
2: possibility to him he's like excited to dump her because he thinks he's going to get laid which he does but he yeah yeah, yeah. that's his whole thing like he just like I know it always bothered me the way he did that because she was super nice to him she really did raise his Profile at that damn yeah. school. And he could have just like, I'm sorry it's not working out, you know, and th- that's how they break up. But he, he had to be a dick about it, which then why would the other girls want to go out with him if he's uh, such an obvious dickhead? Some guy's right. screaming in the school quad at another right. woman, like you're <laughs> crossing yeah. me buddy. I wouldn't want to date him. No,
3: just that action alone, seeing that from a guy, I'd be like, oh, I'm never getting into that, right? Yeah. Right. And in front of her, the, like the same or the next day flirting with him and then fighting. I was going to be the one that asked him to dance. You know, like they're fighting over him. Like, what? Right. Um, even if he wanted to be the victim, right? If he wanted it to be her fault, he could have done it without being an asshole. He yeah. still could have been the victim, right? Yeah. If that's what he wanted to play out. Um, yeah, I don't know. Oh, but then, wait, should we talk about French kissing in the USA? <laughs> <laughs> Um, i bet you've never seen a pair like these or whatever <laughs> oh god that's right I, <laughs> and again she seems so much older yeah. she seems you know when i was a kid i didn't think too much of it but even then i kind of felt like oh these are older maybe actresses playing high school kids, like her specifically yeah. i don't know i don't know what she was but to me she was like in her 30s you know <laughs> yeah i don't know right. i don't
1: maybe now is not the Maybe now this would totally happen. But back then, I'd, I don't know if I knew anyone who would be, like, that sexually confident in high school. In high
3: school? <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I'm sure. Well, because promiscuous is not the same as sexually confident. So not necessarily, right? right? It could be. Um, yeah. No. I don't know. I don't know. No. I no. don't know anyone. in <laughs> No. But that that scene always cracked me up. And again, as a kid, it was like, oh, gosh, I hope my mom doesn't walk in the room while I'm watching that
1: scene. (laughs) It gets a little racy. Yeah, and then she's going to take the movie away. And when she takes
3: it away, she's going to take away Ghostbusters
2: and (laughs) Hairspray.
3: Well, that did sort of happen once. I got kicked out of the room. Uh, My parents were watching Cocktail. And I was hanging out watching it. And then the love scene where... They're, like, rolling around, like, aggressively in the sheets. Do you remember mm-hmm. this at all? Oh, it's, my God. They they were like, Erica, go to your room. Like, get out.
2: <laughs> that I'm movie out. is a movie we should talk about, Sonia. Yeah. That, Tom Cruise is such a dick in that movie. We and could what put... he does to Elizabeth Shue is such <laughs> a... Oh, my
1: God. All right. Cocktails no. going on the list. I'm, yep. I'm li- <laughs> Actually, that Have song... You- Kokomo came on recently when I was on my vacation. It was playing in one of the restaurants, and I was so like, I can't leave. Like, our food is coming. <laughs> I just, I really, really hate that song. I know other people yes, super I love it. I
2: saw you tweet about that. Yeah.
1: And I was like, I can't protect you from everything, Calvin. I'm sorry yeah. you have to listen to Kokomo. <laughs> it's
2: such a bad song. Do you remember the 49ers had a version of that? No, and it was it was called Go Joe
3: Mo for Joe
2: Montana. That's so oh, that, that sounds, sounds awesome.
3: worse than the Super Bowl shuffle. Super Bowl shuffle. <laughs> it's worse than the die. Super Bowl
2: shuffleable. Yeah, shuffleable. shuffle. Yeah, uh, it's shuffle shuffle. Yeah, it's it was terrible. Go Go jo- Go Niners Go Joe Mo. That's how they did it. I'm gonna look it up. Rolls off the tongue, does it not? It'll
1: probably make me like Kokomo more. Actually,
3: <laughs> I think you actually like. would
2: like. I'll see if I can find it on YouTube or something. Yes, please. Yes, please. <laughs>
3: A cocktail was another movie though that like once so maybe a little bit older right and then once it was out i had a friend on the street whose parents like bought every vhs that was released and so i and as a very young kid i would look at their collection and think well i'm gonna do that when i'm older and that's you know once i like started being able to buy anything i did i started building my own collection and i really think about my friends parents like anyway we watched cocktail all the time then after late later, and my parents probably didn't know that I was watching it all the time, but um, yeah, that scene with Elizabeth Shue, so awful. But that is a movie, it's so bad, yeah, um, yeah. Yet, yeah, there's a couple lines that like Patrick and I will quote, quote all the time. He hates that movie so much, like, so much. I can tolerate it because of the nostalgia, right? Uh, And even though we love Elizabeth Shoes, so we could like watch her and anything, but like, oh, he hates it so much. But there, we had, there's like a song at the end that we'll like randomly sing at times and we quote it. We're like, why are we quoting cocktail? What is happening right now? Okay. (laughs) That is definitely
1: going on the list. And you are coming back. You are coming back. And we're all going to, we're all going to talk about cocktail because this one sounds too fun to pass up.
3: Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm in. It'll be embarrassing for myself, but I'm in. Okay, good. Um, all, right, all right, so Babsit can't, Bounta, can't oh, buy me love.
2: Yes. yes. Did you oh, that. you guys have a lot of favorite so quotes I, I have? Movie? Oh, I have a, like, I love the dance scene <laughs> at the high school because he's yes. doing the African tribal dance, but he doesn't know that. And then he, like, gets everybody and to ritual. do it.
1: Yeah. I love that the nerds know what it is. Yeah. yeah. They're like, that's the African anteater dance. Yes,
0: exactly. Exactly. <laughs>
3: the timing of them standing up and pointing and shouting that is so perfect um that that's it's just so funny so i funny. love it that's my favorite part <laughs> or when the little brother realizes that he's watching the wrong thing it's like pbs yeah. um cultural hour or something and seth green comes in and he just starts laughing like he's not going to tell his big brother that he just learned a different dance not yes. the dance he was planning on learning right I love that he couldn't tell the difference between
1: a PBS show and American (laughs)
0: bandstand. (laughs) Ronald, I thought you were smart. It's so
3: (laughs) cheesy and horrible when they all jump in, but I love it so much. And the whole Sturzbazium's doing it. It's the worst, but the best, right?
2: That's also Paula Abdul choreographed. Oh, really? Yeah. That's why it's so good. They put her to work here. Yeah. That's why it's so great.
1: Yeah. Okay. It reminds me of Teen Wolf when they all dance like dance. the wolf. Ooh. Yeah, oh. <laughs> I'm into, I'm sucker for a big group dance number. Oh, basically. totally. Yeah. Um, yes. Didn't She's All That do that too? There was like a whole, let's all do the dance. We all learned. I'm like, what? And they have, never like seen a, it. they have like a big choreographed yeah. dance.
3: I have not seen that for a really long time, but I think so. Yeah. And have you guys ever seen Get Over It?
1: No, but. Um, no. No. You guys just talked about it. I think Patrick just talked about it recently on the show, and I wrote it down.
3: Okay, yeah, I think we might have talked about it, or on one of our like go back to this year and talk. Which I love, by the way. FYI, I love those. Really? Oh, that's nice. Oh, that's two of you. Okay, no, I'm kidding. No, (laughs) we always. I always figure like no one's really listening, right? But um, but then someone will say like, oh, that was fun. That's really nice. But yeah, no, and get over it. Um. It opens with, like, a musical, basically. And it's – I remember when we saw it in the theaters, we just both, like, loved it so, so much. And then even just watching it again recently, like, my response is, like, my heart was exploding. I just love it so much. So, yeah, definitely. Wait.
1: Who said they didn't see that?
3: I haven't seen it. I didn't. Neither one of us. (gasps) Oh, my gosh. Okay. What is it from? Who's in it? Get over it? Yeah. Um, Okay. It's Kirsten Dunst and who else? Ben Foster. Um – why am I blanking? I don't have it up, so I can't. I, it's 2001. Um, oh, Cisco is in it, right? The musician. <laughs> and oh. Mila Kunis. Um, yeah. Mila Kunis. Oh, i uh, I'll watch oh, it. yeah. I'm forgetting the most important part. Um, oh, Shane West is in it, too. That's right. Colin oh. Hanks. Zoe Saldana. There's tons of people. Oh, once. my gosh. Oh, my, Beck Jr. Martin Short. Okay, so Martin Short plays... The high school musical theater director, and it's so funny. His performance is so great. Um, you guys please watch this movie. Yeah. But what yes? Oh, do something. Can, can we write something? Maybe we should write a piece, like I don't know, something we have to figure out something. Yes, yes. I want you to watch it. Coolio's in it, vitamin C is in it. <laughs> Speaking of well, hair <laughs> earlier, the vitamin C. Um, <laughs> It's I can't really, believe it, I haven't seen it. I it's think it's better it, than it has any right to be in a way. Yeah. Right. Like I, when we went to see it, we were just expecting like whatever. Cause there were so many movies that looked like that on the surface, right. In the late nineties and early two thousands. And right. we would go see all of them. I think it came um, out the same time as
1: bring it on. Right. Probably, so it's probably yeah, like maybe. bring, bring it on Kirsten Dunst. And I saw that. So maybe I thought, Oh, I already saw that movie. Who knows right. what I thought.
3: Right. No, I could. Right. I could see that. Um, and so Ben Foster, there's this picture that we Patrick and I found, um, where we just are so young and skinny, and it looks kind of like <laughs> Ben Foster and um, Kirsten Dunst. It's just so funny to us. But I don't know, like people when I was like younger and skinnier used to tell me that I looked like Kristen Dunst. <laughs> you do. I don't you think do. I do. No. <laughs> it's true people beautiful. tell me I, I look like person. ben
1: foster no <laughs>
3: i look like cisco <laughs> didn't cisco have the thong song yeah
2: he did indeed that was him <laughs> it was that it was that time they also had the song uh nelly it's hot in here so take off all your clothes yeah. that.
1: i know yeah. that yes. song
3: Oh my gosh, yeah. Those I remember because
1: he had like an album, and it was called like Nellieville. And I used to, my sister had it, and
3: I used to make fun of her all the time, like teaser, and be like,
1: "You're like the mayor of Nellieville." <laughs> Such a dork. Oh I need gosh. a, Wait, I so need a makeover. Should you guys come over and take my glasses off and put moose in my hair? No,
3: we're rip your sleeves
1: off. Though. Rip my yeah. sleeves <laughs> off. Rip your sleeves
3: off. Part of your new life is that you just can't see anything. So I yeah. hope you're okay with that.
1: Yeah, I'll have to accept it. I'll have to look for a new job because I spend a lot of time reading. Um I love when they get into the huge fight on New Year's Eve and he le- he leaves the party crying after he's been exposed. Oh and, yeah. And he like goes home and like sleeps in the shed on a burlap sack. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a of shame, right? It's like
3: the worst thing. It's like, his,
1: can your life get any worse?
3: It's like Yeah. Why didn't he just go into his bed in his room and like cry there?
1: I don't know. I was. It like literally lays a burlap sack down on the ground like he's poor, and starts crying. It's like New Year's Eve and everybody's partying and like, yay life is great it's new year's eve and he's like oh it's like a it's almost like a spoof or something it's so ridiculous it's so so
3: slow there's some sad stacks playing and yeah
1: and i think we're supposed to feel sorry for him but i don't because he's such a jerk at that point
3: right no he's been shitting to everybody Mm -hmm. right and i guess it makes it so maybe that's when he finally like gives the speech and has his breakthrough and the slow clap Right, and we all just class. kind of accepted that he hit rock rock bottom. That was his shed, was rock bottom. I guess that's uh, right. rock bottom. And we're willing to give him another chance, you know? Yeah, he's being redeemed. Because we saw, I guess, those moments of who he really was or is, hopefully, right, like when he took her out to the airplane, graveyard, Yeah. And like, or when he when he was really, like, washing the car. You know what is a small thing? When he's washing her car and she, she shares the poetry. Mm-hmm. And he compliments her. He says something really nice. And then he there's this very small choice that they made, which I love, because I hate it in movies when they don't figure this stuff out. Like, I hate it in a movie if a girl puts her purse down, and then she leaves without taking it, and we're yeah. supposed to just forget she had a purse. Um, he puts yeah. the, the file of poetry, he opens the car, oh, yeah. puts it in. It's such a small thing. Yeah. He's still talking to her. It's like, no big deal. But they make a point of doing it. And then he oh what does he say and she responds and you're drenched and start spraying it with water and then they have a cute little you know water fight but yeah. um but yeah so you see those moments of him really being a nice guy and so you hope that this this sort of like madness of popularity is just yeah him hitting rock bottom and hopefully he'll never go there again right yeah he lost his yeah. way yeah
1: uh he did not deserve kenneth's forgiveness that's for sure
3: Oh my no. God. That scene with the you shit on my house you shit on my house
1: yeah I oh. I really felt so bad for Kenneth like that just that whole scene where like he agrees to even do it and then Kenneth realizes it's him I was like
2: oh it's so shitty <laughs> it's so <laughs> um, shitty
3: and Kenneth had every time the friends were together kind of questioning like where's Ronald or Ronald's late or this or that Kenneth or look, he's sitting over there with the cheerleaders. Like Ronald always had this mature look on his face um, and kind of was giving him a chance. Like, well, he'll, he'll, he's trying something new, or he'll be yeah. back. You know, like, and that's what I imagine. He right. was thinking like, this is odd and this is different, but I don't know, like almost being supportive of his friend for trying to do something differently.
1: Right. Yeah.
3: Oh, uh, but then it, but then, then it, Shits on him. Yeah, Ronald shits on his house, literally.
1: Uh, Yeah.
3: (laughs) Oh, that was so awful. It's so awful. And that moment that they have, it's they're in an arcade, right? When Ronald's trying to get his attention, he finally like flips out. But then we finally get the,
1: you know, cools and nerds, your side, my side, it's all bullshit. And then we get the slow clap,
3: the slow clap, the famous slow clap. I mean, it's so famous to me. (laughs) It
1: is.
2: I think you Lucas, it and Lucas the, did and it, t- too. Lucas had it, too. Yeah, but, like, the See, teachers and I, show up and watch it, and they're, like, impressed. Look at the yeah. kids sorting things out for themselves.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and I guess it was just, for me, my first real memory of the slow clap. So yeah. I always, in every time, even now, if I'm, like, making a joke about slow clap in my head, I'm still thinking about Campaign <laughs> <Love. laughs> <laughs> It's just so great that it's still in my mind so often. (laughs) We need to
1: make sure we end this podcast with a slow clap, you guys. Oh,
3: my gosh. (laughs) If you and Big John, just Big John starting it. We should have ordered pizza during this podcast, although people don't want to hear us eat. But um, the scene at the little restaurant Mm -hmm. where – they go all the time after school, which oh, I yeah, just, yeah. I love that too. But I love that in movies, especially from the eighties where it's like, and now we all go to the local diner or the local pizza place or whatever. Um, Cause I don't think that exists. Well, again, we all speak to our own very small experiences, yeah. right? There's all not, right. there's, I mean, it's like a white castle is down the street from where I work. So sometimes the students go there if they have like an hour to kill, but no one really like hangs out at a place like that anymore, yeah. you know? a lot of them just socialized from home playing video games right. and on social media yeah. we um, yeah, we talked about this
1: actually in last week's in the sliding doors episode because we were talking about stranger's thing stranger uh, things um 3 and they spend all. i've just watched the first two episodes but they spend yeah. all this time at the mall and we were talking about how the mall was like such a big deal oh, like my gosh you yes. literally could run into everyone at the mall everyone ate at the mall you were shopping at the mall you just hung out at the mall like the mall yeah. was the
3: thing it was great. And again, for most of the indoor malls, I know there are some outdoor ones, but like they were temperature controlled yes. and yep. your parents drop you off and pick you. I remember my friend and I used to go a lot on weekends and our parents would carpool and then we'd get picked up at this one spot. It was like the lower level Marshall Fields by the fountain, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it was a way to sort of like start practicing your independence, too, mm-hmm. you know, Mhm. Um, yeah i i we just started watching stranger things season three um we're a little bit more into it but we haven't finished it yet and our kids are actually really into it especially our 10 year old which he's loving it and it's so funny our kids freak out about the swears and are like telling us like can you believe they said that and i go yeah i know oh, my gosh i'm so glad we don't talk that way right huh, huh? you know <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so I- I appreciate that, like, okay, I don't have the sense of this. Because, again, my 10-year-old is, like, loving it so much. He asked us for a Stranger Things t-shirt. Which, <gasps> by the way, I can't find a kid size one anywhere. What? I think I should. I cannot. I've been searching. Target had adult sizes, no kids. Um, even on Amazon. Because he wants one that just says Stranger Things. Yeah. Like, he wants the logo. He doesn't he want, the, want. Yeah, with the font. Yeah. The, like, 80s right. font. Yeah. Right. That's there so was weird. one, I think. That, yeah, we cannot find it. So, I think um, maybe I'll just try to find an adult size, small or extra small or something. I don't know, but it was so sweet. And he, every day, like for the past couple of weeks, if we're coming home, like if we take them to, you know, a park or if we take them out somewhere, we're coming home. Can we watch a stranger things before we go to bed? Aww. And it's like, a <laughs> time. And it's the first real show that like we all are enjoying together because That's they're a little awesome. bit older. Yeah. I mean, they love shows that we don't love, like on the Disney channel. Yeah. They're like really into, I can't even think of what they're called now, like Bunked. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like I can't, I feel like a terrible parent. Like I don't want to sit and watch Bunked with you. I like hear what you. Happened, what's family ties for this generation? You know, like where's, <laughs> who's the boss? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I think that's awesome. I can't wait till
1: Calvin gets to an age where we could watch something together that yeah. isn't Curious George.
3: Yeah, right. Oh my, and we, oh, he kind of Curious <laughs> George. Um, but going back really quickly to the pizza place yeah. when they, when he offers the pizza as like, or come on over and join us. And they come over and they take all his pizza and let like, sort of pat him on the back. Like, thanks man. That's great. Thanks. But then they go back to their table. He's left with one little crumb. That is like the worst moment, one of the worst moments in the movie. for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hungry for him. I feel so like, good. <laughs> and yeah. I, as a kid, I was like, well, that's not right. That's not, that makes me so mad. That is unfair. That is, an injustice has been done. That is serious.
2: <laughs> but then
3: you realize Ronald
2: deserves it. <laughs> <laughs> right, like eventually,
3: right? Yes, yeah. Good. That is oh not God. right. And that's a song that Patrick and I are singing all the time. Living in a box. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> By living By. in a box? Yes, yes.
1: <laughs> Did you guys see the remake, the Love Don't Cost a Thing, or whatever, the one from, like, 2003. No, I didn't see it. I didn't either.
3: I can't remember if I did. I guess I didn't. Or I and would remember. Nick Maybe. Cannon yeah. was in it.
1: I didn't see it. Just
3: curious. <laughs> I, I didn't see it. I think that the screenwriter, did he actually work on that, too, or did they just give him credit because I think they... it was based on – I think it's just a credit like
1: a story by based on a story by that sort of thing but I didn't see it I was curious about it though I wonder if they've how they modernized it I'll have to maybe I'll put it on my list yeah but there's so many good things I don't know if I can bring myself to go back and watch love don't cost a thing but we'll see
3: yeah (laughs) it's really hard there's so (laughs) much for me Every day we say, there's so many things. There's so many things. Like, there's so much I want to be reading and watching and listening to at all times and yes. somehow, like, still have a job and raise my children. But <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. I'm like, we can't all quit our lives to become full-time consumers.
3: <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> um, on IMDb, I saw that this movie somewhere in the world, and I don't know where, I didn't click through, is called Boy Rents Girl, and I just love the simplicity <laughs> of it. <It's laughs> Boy
2: Rents Girl. That's that's it. We got it. That, that's yeah. also Pretty Woman, by the way. <laughs>
0: that's true. Oh,
3: my gosh. <laughs> yes. Oh, gosh. Another childhood movie. We, did you guys already do a dorking out on that? No. No. Um, we could, though. If it we ever. Could. Okay. Well, I, I I would totally dork out
1: with you guys yeah. over that. Anytime. That one, yeah. I'd have a lot of feelings about that one, I think. Margot, did you just mention this movie on Best Neighbors recently? Yeah, we were talking
2: about it because what's funny about Pretty Woman, like it's super popular, and then like 10 years later, people are like, she's a prostitute, and he's (laughs) exploiting (laughs) her. Oh, my God. And then 10 years after that, people are like, no, she's a sex worker and she's in charge of her body and she has her own agency and she negotiates a deal. It's like, he's an asshole. I mean, his, his character, is, Richard Gere's character is always an asshole, but like her character goes from being totally exploited to like people all of a sudden now think, no, 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 she's, she has the agency over herself. She's fine. Yeah. It's it's a weird movie.
3: It's hard to keep up with like what the public, quote yeah. fingers, like is saying we should all feel or say yeah. about art in general, right? Like, I do yeah. Like, right, one year it's this, and then years later it's this, and then years later, like exactly what you just yeah. said is a perfect example, really. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was a movie that we, my family bought on VHS. Again, that was a big deal, right? It was like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, we're o- we're owning this one. Um, and, but I remember my mom, she let me watch it all the time, but she always gave me the talk and it was like, she, this is so my mother, my Italian mother. Erica, in real life, men don't, you know, rescue um, oh, <laughs> you know, rescue you. And if you're a prostitute, and a rich guy, a nice guy is not going to come around and like just save your life. Like, this doesn't really happen in real life. I'm like, my, I know. Even though I'm in however old I was then, like maybe if they're sixth, sixth grade, it's like, I understood that this was a fantasy. It was a fiction movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to go out in the world and like, well, maybe we you should this and I'll just get picked up. Beverly Hills.
1: <laughs> oh, moms.
3: Yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, so- <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> do you guys want to hear about some of the other movies from 1987 sure yeah, of course okay so we've done a couple 1987 episodes so uh we did like lost boys and secret of my success okay. Ooh. and baby oh. boom and fatal attraction so instead of okay. doing top 10 movies which is what i usually do i tried to dig a little deeper and pick some that weren't um i don't know uh as insanely popular but some of these are still popular so okay um that year moonstruck came out <gasps> wow i love moonstruck yeah. moonstruck <laughs> is great uh good morning vietnam yep oh, okay love that yep. one the big easy
2: oh yes
1: dennis queen yep. is so sexy in that oh moment. he's
2: so so sexy <laughs>
1: yeah that's going sexy
2: scene. that's like wow
1: that's going on the list yeah. Um, Roxanne with Steve Martin. <gasps> Such a good movie.
3: I love that one. I haven't seen that since forever. Gosh, I, I would like to see that again. It's very charming. Since, yeah. He's so great. Yeah. He's great.
1: Oh, Overboard.
2: Oh,
3: <gasps> oh, my gosh. I love <laughs> oh. Overboard. Oh, my I don't gosh. care how bad it is. I don't okay, care. do oh, you, I love it so much. I was just quoting it the other day. <laughs> is,
1: I think Overboard might be the thing that brings all women together. I don't know a woman who doesn't like Overboard. Like, every woman is like, Overboard! Like, we all love Overboard.
2: Because Kurt Russell is at his hottest yeah. in oh this God. movie. So great. Uh, oh. He and Goldie Hawn have such great chemistry. They are so hilarious together. The three little boys in that movie are freaking hilarious. I, so I love funny. that movie. Yeah. yeah. I love
3: it too, yeah.
1: We all love it. <laughs> uh, Less Than Zero came out in 87. Oh, yes. <laughs> That movie's hilarious. Loves yeah. less than zero. Uh, Spaceballs.
2: Spaceballs is great. Oh uh, yeah.
1: Uh, who's that girl?
2: Not a good movie.
1: <laughs> Teen Wolf two. <laughs> Not a good movie. <laughs> oh, Jason Bateman, you deserve better than that. Aww. And then, Flowers in the Attic. Oh, I know that Christy Swanson. Yeah. Yep. I don't I saw... think I ever saw it. Oh, no, it's, oh, those, it's terrible.
2: It's terrible. And those books were like a part of my childhood. Yeah. And it was one of those things our parents tried to hide from us
1: because mm-hmm.
2: they're filthy and stupid. But and they're filled they with were,
1: incest. Oh.
2: I, I remember the book was on my family's, yeah, our, our bookshelf. Yeah. Yeah. But, it, but the movie is not very good. And then he did a TV movie a few years ago. Yeah. And I think they did it right because they just did a really cheesy version of it on Lifetime. That's probably how you should treat the material. Yeah. And it was really fun.
1: Oh, man. No, that hard pass. (laughs) I Um, won't be revisiting that one.
2: (laughs) Do you want to hear about the top songs of 87, you guys? Of course I do. All right. So, first one here, we have Whitney Houston, I Want to Dance with Somebody.
1: I I love love that song. song. I love that song so much. (laughs) Um, George Michael, I Want Your Sex. (laughs) great song Uh, (laughs) I love
2: that song my niece was
1: just telling me how she wants to dress up as George Michael for Halloween but George Michael from like Faith with like the stubble
0: and and the leather jacket and
1: I was like Lorelai you are so fucking awesome how (laughs) how old is your niece? she is 16 I love it I know I'm like you're the best
2: that's awesome
1: so then we have uh,
2: Lisa Lisa and the cult jam head to toe Great oh, song. my gosh. I love that song. Yes,
1: yeah. <laughs>
2: uh, Belinda Carlisle. Heaven is a place on earth. Great song. Yeah. Yes.
1: Belinda Carlisle is why I dyed my hair red the first time. Oh. I saw her hair and I was like, I want to have red hair. Her hair is gorgeous. I wanted her hair so bad. And so as soon as I turned 18, I started dyeing my hair red. Oh, wow. And I've been dyeing wow. my hair red ever since and pink and pink right now it's got right now it's kind of pink but usually
3: red and then uh the last song it's prince you got (gasps) the look oh my gosh oh I I can't tell you so a a few of the songs you named I would dance and sing by myself in my room Mm -hmm. but that one specifically I mean oh my gosh can I just say this um yeah (laughs) I used to like create my own little performance Um, and sing all the parts and yeah this is how I spent a lot of my childhood alone in my room listening to music playing tapes watching movies and then acting things out by myself I never had any like dreams of being an actor or anything like that but yeah you were just expressing (laughs) yourself yeah that's all but I loved that song oh my gosh I love that song too I love Prince yeah yeah
1: yeah that's why we did that Purple Rain episode but now we can't do any of his other movies because they're really, really terrible. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, I don't they know. They're the worst. I don't know if we could fill 45 minutes with Under the Cherry <laughs> Moon.
3: <laughs> we have um, one of the uh, – a contributor to this movie, his name's Adam Thaz. He is a huge Prince fan. And um, he, for many, many years, and even recently, again, kind of, I think, as a favor, but uh, – um, he would host a karaoke night. He's a teacher during the day, but an art teacher. But he would host a karaoke night. And he had this amazing performance he would do as Prince. It was, like, really great. But so when we had, um, I guess, was it, when did Under the Cherry Moon come out? What year did that come out? Um, it had to Forever. be 86, 87? Yeah,
2: 86 or
3: 87. Okay, So whenever we did that for F This Movie Fest, um, Adam wrote about under the cherry moon, and I think it was for he like loves it, but I think even for him, it's kind of more difficult because it's not as easy of a sell. You know, it's not. Yeah,
1: it does not so great. Yeah, the music is the thing that sell all Prince movies. It's yeah,
3: the, music. the soundtrack and the and the sex, and the even sex. when there's not sex, <laughs> it's just like, it's, like yeah. it's in the air, even when there isn't any. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Risky said
1: um, he he remembered that Kim Basinger dated Prince and he's like that's weird I don't I can't see that and he said that then he saw the last 10 minutes of Purple Rain and he's like oh now I get it
0: <laughs> there we go right okay
1: I see
3: <laughs> oh my gosh we saw Prince in concert once and it was really just amazing I hate to use that word but it was like he it's like he was looking right at you because I yeah. the, we saw him in Milwaukee and it was an outdoor, big at their summer fest. And so a really big stage and they had a bunch of screens and like you just he's looking right at you. It's like he's about to make out with you. While <laughs> he, <while> playing. Wow. <laughs> different instruments and he's just like switching things out and like doing turns and then another instrument comes and it's like what is happening right it was just awesome but yeah the the way he the way he looks in the camera you're just like oh does he does he want me
0: yes I will I think he's talking to me I'm gonna get up (laughs) on
3: stage (laughs) (laughs) is he calling me up I'm coming okay here I am
1: (laughs) he's a sex shooter shooting in my direction (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> and it's so funny because he's such—he's like a petite
1: guy, right? He, he is. So, you could put him in your pocket. He's so little. Pocket. It's so
2: funny to think about him. The last few years of his life, he was a Jehovah's Witness, and he would go door to door in his neighborhood. Oh my gosh, in Minnesota? Right? Yeah, and try to sell people on this. Could you just imagine? Like, yeah, you could come in. Sure, we're we'll <laughs> talking.
3: I would. Prince knocked on your door. Yeah, it's like I'm
1: all like in my like frumpy house sweater and like my slippers and you open the door and it's Prince. Can I talk to you about, you know, the Lord? Yes. Yes, you can.
3: Absolutely, I've been waiting all my life. Oh, You're my man. religion, Prince, so it works out.
1: Yeah, this was so fun. Do we have anything else we want to say about Can't Buy Me Love? Remember when we were talking about Can't Buy Me Love? I know. I hit everything I wanted to say. I just, like, the one note I wrote, (laughs) Gerardo. It's just a huge, it's just a piece of paper, and it just says Gerardo on it. Nothing else. It's just, like,
2: his face is right next to him. I'm like, Rico suave.
3: I I took no notes, although I I did. No, that's not true. I did. My notes were... just quotes, like, he is with Cindy. How bad could he be? Like, the friends, like, so quickly. <laughs> oh, and, like, totally geeked to totally chic. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I had friends who hadn't even seen the movie saying that line about things. Um, <laughs> like, we still, again, we still quote that in my house, like, all the time. Um, and then I think, oh, the name is Cindy, and don't call me babe. That speaks to what you are you were saying earlier about how she has yeah. yeah. She really, you know, she is a strong person, but the name is Cindy and don't call me babe. Oh, that's when she, is that before she pours the milkshake? Yes. Her jerky date.
2: Yes. yes,
3: It gets on his car. Oh my gosh. That's like (laughs) another thing that she's so great at doing. I just, she's
1: so awesome. I I, I really wish like the movie had been more about her, but
3: I can't, can't fix that. (laughs) You know, I never thought about it exactly how you just said it, but you're so right. If it had been more about her. I think it would have been really, but I, I still love it just for, again, part nostalgia, part, there, there are some really funny lines. Yeah, Seth Green has a lot of them, you know? Yeah, he does. Oh, God, he's just naturally
1: funny. He's just so good. I
3: love Seth Green. Hey, always Dave. do. How about Scottie is funny? Preschool jam session at Julie's, like, everything he says just makes it fun.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's so funny. He's like a little man. Yes. Yeah, yes. he is. Like in those early movies, he's just like a little, hu- like a little man. I almost said a little human, like he's not human, <laughs> but like he's like a little man. He's like a little grown
3: up. Yeah.
1: Oh, great! Right. He's so funny,
3: and he has such a sort of command of the family. Like the parents are so sweet and innocent, just kind of going with everything, you know. And he's figuring out how to make everything work for him. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's so funny. He's so smart. So, Erica, where can people <gasps> find you on the internet? Oh. You're so sweet. Um, uh, my Twitter is just Erica Bromley and I sometimes write or record with F this movie, the podcast that I helped start with my husband, Patrick. Um, but again, I'm sort of like the background or like I call myself the producer, but I'm not setting up the tech equipment. I'm just, <laughs> you know, helping when anything like, Oh, this isn't working. Okay. How can we figure it out? But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, it's just, uh, super fun. Like I, when I started recording on F this movie, it was just for fun because I live in the same house as Patrick, right? So yeah. we would record, I mean, some of our first, um, I don't remember what our first one ever was, but we've done some that were just like, you know, schmoopy, like, oh, favorite, like, romantic comedies mm-hmm. or like, movies that we watch when we were dating. That and you stuff guys like say Snoopy,
1: by the way. It makes me laugh every time.
3: <laughs> I actually feel
0: a little no, embarrassed. That I just schmoopy. let that
3: out so casually. Usually I like, it's a joke, but no, that was just genuine. Um, no, but yeah, we just, uh, I, you know, whenever I can, but I, again, my job is really demanding for 10 months of the year. And then yeah. I get a little bit of a break, but even then like I'm teaching summer school now. So, but so during the school year, I'm really, it's hard to even like, I can't pieces I'll start writing and then just abandon them because I'm grading, you know, yeah, like literally hundreds of essays. Hundreds of right. essays every single day. There's no it doesn't stop, you know. So anyway, but yeah, so I'm on F this movie and um and now I can say I've been on Dorky. You guys are my first non F this movie podcast. <gasps> oh I feel
1: special.
3: I know. That's why I was nervous. I'm like I've never recorded with someone who's not in the room with me and doesn't know me for like 20 years, right? <laughs> Well, Thank you, you did, for you did up awesome, with my
1: and this was super fun. <laughs> I'm so glad that you came on, and I also wanted to say, like, happy 500
3: episodes Thank to F you this so movie. much. Yeah, that's really exciting. So we're glad that the local theater is letting us screen Back to the Future. Um, it's so funny. That's the movie that people would always say, well, how come you guys haven't recorded a podcast on that yet? And our answer is always like, well, we would just – it would be the Chris Farley show. We would just be saying, right. like,
1: <laughs> it's so great. We love it. It's I so know. Funny. You remember yeah. the time when yeah.
3: – oh <laughs> And you That's remember awesome. how like, okay, Fox, like just showed his face and I melted. Okay, there we go. Done. There's my podcast on Back to the Future. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, thank you. That it should be fun. We'll see. Recording a podcast live in front of the audience is kind of like making me nervous too. And I know Patrick's like nervous just cause you know, we've never done that before. Yeah. So we'll see. how. It's so yeah. exciting. Well, you guys are awesome. We love everything you do. I'm so glad like you meet so many people through this kind of stuff and online and it's all great, but like you guys especially have always been, I mean, long before I ever like interacted with you guys, I think Patrick told you this actually, right? That I was, I was for years like, oh my gosh, they're like my favorite people. Like I just, (laughs) oh, that is so sweet. Seems So genuine, like nothing seems like forced or like for Twitter. You just seem like so lovely. And it's like, oh, this is someone I would love to know in real life. And then, so when we went to New York, okay, that New York trip was just a dream for both of us. And we still like, probably once a week or like, should we go back now or should we, should we plan it later? What should we do? Should we go back? We should go go again without the kids Then we'll bring the kids, you know, but we loved it so much. And seeing Margo was so just fun. It was so special. Um, Yeah. Just awesome. So thank you guys for being you and for talking to us. And Sonia, I remember you reaching out to F this movie so many years ago and um, just, yeah, you guys are awesome. I just, I'm
1: I'm a huge, huge, huge fan of the show. It's like one of the first podcasts I started listening to and like like I've said a million times I'm like he Patrick is like my podcasting hero like I just Uh like totally admire him and look up to him and you know I'm I'm always nervous that like sometimes I'm saying things where I'm like now it just sounds like I'm like stealing that from Patrick Bromley or something but like it it, like it just becomes like part of my lexicon and I start saying those things and I don't (laughs) You know, I'm like, oh, I hope people don't think I'm stealing. It's just like I'm just quoting him. Like I just can't help myself, and and I do uh, I do credit f this movie for introducing me to Margot. So yeah,
2: I I was a guest on f this movie, and then Sonia reached out to me on Twitter, like, and just said like This chick fucking gets it, like." And I'm like, "Who are you? You need to be my friend." And then yeah. we just became friends, <laughs> and we started recording together. And now we have two shows. Yeah, that it's awesome. it's all it. thanks to f this you movie.
3: Have Genuine, real friendship. Yeah, that you. I mean, it's amazing. I love right. it. I love it.
1: And someday and we're gonna to meet, meet in person,
3: Margot. I know. <laughs> I can't wait till you guys meet in person. I'm going to be watching from home, hoping for like Facebook or Twitter updates or something. Just like, please let me see this reunion or not a reunion, like first time meeting. Well, we'll I think do a Facebook Live video. We totally should because
1: <laughs> I think uh,
3: we're talking about I coming will- out in October, so we'll oh. we'll actually get to meet in person. I mean just remember that Chicago is very central. If you ever need yeah. a central place to meet, just remember that. I do yep. want to come to Chicago actually. So <laughs> yay. Okay, well, we're here.
1: I'm gonna put that on the list.
3: Please put it on the list. Yeah. Margo, where New can- York is back on our list.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
3: and and, uh, and San Francisco's on my list for sure.
1: Yeah, everyone needs to come see me. <laughs> everyone come to me, please. Thank you. Please and thank you. Margo, where can people find you on the internet?
2: Uh, i'm on brooklyn fit Chick. that's my name for facebook twitter and instagram i'm mostly active on twitter and instagram and my blog is brooklynfitchick.com
1: and you can find dorking out at DorkingOut.com and dorking out show on twitter and facebook and you can find me at the sonia show on twitter and the and this was super fun as always and erica thank you so much for coming
3: on Thank you for having me. Thank it's you for putting up with my giggles. No <laughs> we way. Loved your
1: giggles. I loved your giggles. This, is there
3: this... a giggle cast? <laughs> there. Does anyone need me to just come on and giggle? Because you
1: just... know, there's something on YouTube where it's probably just like chicks giggling and oh. dudes subscribe.
3: Just like what if we giggle like whispered, whispered yeah. giggling? Because <laughs> that's a thing too, right? Quiet. I know. I know. There's a woman. She just whispers like this. Guys, Sometimes they talk about lots of different subjects and topics, but they're whispering. <laughs> okay. So are weird.
0: One. <laughs>
3: okay, this got really weird. <laughs> I love it. You guys, thank you so much. <laughs>